60,000 is brought to you in part by RP Funding. RP Funding Inc. is licensed and can offer loans in Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Louisiana, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Virginia, and West Virginia, and is also licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance and by the Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Office is located at 500 Wonderly Place, Suite 300, Maitland, Florida, 32751. Telephone 321-397-4420. RP Funding Nationwide Mortgage Licensing System ID number is 70168, and Robert Palmer's NMLS ID number is 76197. We're saving thousands with Robert Palmer right here on the Saving Thousands Radio Network. You know, Robert is the financial advisor that many of you have really needed in your life. From personal finance, credit cards, debt management, home ownership, refinancing, and a lot, lot more. Robert's on the air somewhere, someplace, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's right. Over 80 radio stations carry Robert Palmer, and he has his own channel on iHeart. Plus, if you download the Saving Thousands radio app for your phone, you can simply on-demand listen to Robert Palmer and save thousands and learn strategies anytime you want right on your smartphone. You know, people that are using the Saving Thousands radio show, savingthousands.com, and of course, as I mentioned, the Saving Thousands app are quickly finding out that getting ahead of the money, getting ahead of your finances is not really all that difficult. The deal is you never had a roadmap. You never had anyone helping you along. For years and years and years, you were taught how to earn money. But there's never been a time when our school districts would come out and teach us what to do with money after we earned it. We really came up short on that end of our education, and hopefully it's something that we'll see change. Meanwhile, how about saving thousands with Robert Palmer right here on the radio? Today, we'll talk about bi-weekly payments and the fact that you don't need a company to do that for you. Number two, the importance of going to the right source for your individual home evaluation. We'll talk about how consumers are paying way too much when it comes to mortgages when they really don't have to. The answer is right here. We'll ask RP how he gained so much insight into finance. And finally, have we run out of time on that no closing cost refi? Well, stay tuned and we'll find out. But Robert, let's talk about ways that we can pay off that mortgage faster by just changing our method of payment and do it ourselves. There was a, a bi-weekly loan company. Uh, you, did you hear about this one, Rob? Oh, I didn't hear about this. So there's a, this is a pretty cool concept. For a lot of people that get paid 26 times a year bi-weekly. You know, so if you get paid every two weeks, you get 26 paychecks a year instead of 24. And so somebody figured out, hey, you know, if I take my mortgage payment and I cut it in half and then I mail it in 26 times a year, basically every time you get paid, sure. you send in half of your mortgage payment. And, and so the, the warning I will give you is get a payment ahead first because sometimes the timing doesn't come up right and you can actually go late and be charged late fees oh, I didn't know. because the whole payment isn't there in time. So my recommendation is, one, you can do this yourself. Uh, you can just do it yourself. Set it up with your bank to where you're going to send in half the payment every time you get paid, which if you're biweekly is 26 times a year. But make an extra payment first so you're one payment ahead so you don't ever get late fees mm-hmm. because sometimes the timing can get hinky. Well, these companies figured out that they could sell the service of helping you uh, do biweekly payments. And, and so instead of you doing it yourself, you sign up with this company and you pay them fees, and then they will draft your bank account uh, every two weeks for you for this fee. For like, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty expensive too. And and so the CFPB has sued uh, one of these companies, claiming that the fees offset the savings. So the idea is, if you make an extra payment a year on your mortgage, if you make twenty six half payments a year, that's 13 full payments instead of 12. And by making one mm-hmm. extra payment a year, you can cut a significant amount of time off the back of your mortgage because the you're paying the balance down sooner. So now more of your money is going to principal and less of it is going to interest. Mm-hmm. And this snowballs and it pays down faster and faster. Uh, and so people figured this out and, and biweekly got popular. And so then these companies popped up who will do this for you. Well, I, let me tell you, it's really easy to pay a bill I mean, especially today. I mean, I would say every bank out there has some form of online payments, even to other banks, right? So you just so here's my quick 45 second rundown in how to do a biweekly payment, (laughs) and I'm not going to charge you a dime for it. And so allegedly, this company, the fees they were charging ate up almost all of the savings over the first like seven or eight years. And so yeah, in the end, some people did save money, but most of them did not because they would drop out of the program because all of a sudden they realized, well. I've saved three thousand, but I've paid three thousand in fees. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that people are even paying three, four, five thousand dollars in fees to have someone 
set them up on biweekly payments is insane. Crazy. So here's what I want you to do. Uh, one, you, like I said, you have to be ready to make an extra payment. All right. So uh, if you think this is a good idea, I would go ahead and save up. And when you're ready to make your first extra payment, mail it in. So we're sitting here in May. And so let's say I made my May mortgage payment on May 1st. Right. And now I'm going to make a second mortgage payment now on May 20th. So now instead of being due on June 1st, my next payment is not due until July 1st. Right. So I've got a I've got a 30-day cushion. Now I'm going to go into my, so that's step one. I'm going to make one extra payment now. So you got to save up a little money, right? Yeah. We're going to be proactive. I'm going to make one extra payment now. Then I'm going to go into my online banking. Uh, for this, I would probably use my, yeah, we'll say I'm going to use my Chase account. Okay. So I go in there and I'm going to set up auto pay. And you can tell what bank you want them to pay and when you want them to pay it. So I'm going to go through and I'm going to say, all right, we're going to do this every two weeks. And I take my mortgage payment and I divide it by two and I type that number in. And then I hit save and then I walk away. And now every time my paycheck gets put in on direct deposit, they are going to mail uh, half of the payment, half of my mortgage payment off to the mortgage company. And I will be making one extra payment a year for the rest of my life, as long as I leave this in place. And it didn't cost me anything. I mean, come on. But but this company but was, was so charging. Hard. And, and, but he, see, here here's the part that a lot of people don't know. And this is the part that bothers me. These companies, and I don't know if, I don't know if this particular one does because I've never been approached by them or had any dealings with them. But a lot of these biweekly companies approach us as mortgage companies or approach mortgage loan officers and say, hey, we'll pay you a commission to sign people up for our program. Oh, no. And so now the loan officer says, well, I could give them the Robert Palmer 45-second free tutorial mm -hmm. on how to make biweekly payments. Or I can sign them up with biweeklyinternational.com and make a couple hundred bucks. And this is where the greed comes in. And this is the part that drives me crazy. Uh, and so instead of doing what's right for the customer, which is, hey, you don't need to pay anybody to make biweekly payments. Mm -hmm. Just mail your check in every two weeks. I mean, even if you don't if you don't like online banking, just let's do this. Sit down and write out 26 checks. How long would that take, Rob? Yeah. So we're going to sit down. We're going to write out our 26 checks. Now, you are going to pay one extra stamp. Right, if you have to mail your payment, that's in, not right? bad. Maybe you know now if your mortgage is with RP Funding, you could just bring it on down here. Right, we're local. Come, sure, come by, say hi. We'll pour you a cup of coffee. Uh, but if not, you know you can you can have to pay for an extra uh, 13, 14 stamps a year. I mean, I guess that's 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 a couple bad. bucks. I mean, again, but with online, it's so easy these days. Everybody makes it so easy. I really don't see a purpose for these companies. Now they don't want to hear me say that. I don't really care what they want to hear. I'm telling you, there's no purpose for this. Do not pay anyone fees in order to pay your mortgage off quicker, all right, by using biweekly payments. And it really is a cool concept, right? Because mm -hmm. most people budget based on their paycheck. And so if you do get paid 26 times a year instead of 24 because you're biweekly, it's a cool little kind of, I'll call it a life hack. You know, it's a cool little hack where you right. can say, you know what, I'm going to I'm gonna take my mortgage payments $1,000. I'm going to take $500 out of every paycheck. And I'm going to do that 26 times a year instead of 24, which ends up being 13 payments. And yes, you will pay your mortgage off faster, but you don't have to have anyone help you do that. See, pe people will call us and say, oh, does RP Funding offer biweekly mortgage? But no, we don't have to. Anybody can pay. You can pay whenever you want as long as it's before the payment date, right? Right. So you can pay whenever you want as long as it's early. And so that's where I'm, I'm telling you make that extra payment first, get a month ahead, because you don't want to get hit with a late fee because the time, because what will happen is if, if your second, so- Let's say that, you know, the, the first the first payday for you is on the 2nd, and then the second payday would be 14 days later on the 16th. Well, if you make the second half of your payment on the 16th, it's after the 15th, so you would be paid a late fee because you would not have paid the entire thing right. by the 15th, which is the requirement. This is why we make one extra payment up front, but that's it. And that one extra payment you make is your money because it's going to your balance and your interest. So that's my advice. So the CFPB is suing these guys for a significant sum of fun, a significant amount of money. I don't know off the top of my head. But, you know, and now they're coming back and claiming that, you know, some of their earliest adopters did save money. Well, obviously, they saved money. They paid their mortgage off faster. The real question is, why do they need to pay fees yeah. to a company to do biweekly payments? So, again, and you know, I'm going to, uh, Producer Dave, remind me, we're going to post a quick little tutorial on biweekly payments on SavingThousands.com after the show today. Uh, I'll put all five steps right there for you. Step one, make extra payments. <laughs> Step two, make half payment. Every time you get paid, step three, pay off mortgage faster. Three steps, Dave. 
right pretty darn down. easy. Three you steps. know, and I totally remember... free, Rob. No, no cost for those three steps. You're not going to charge anything? No, no fees? Well, I mean, if you guys want to mail me in a check. I mean, we're couple, back to no fees. Mail me, mail me a check yeah. for a couple thousand bucks for that piece of advice. See, in just one segment of the show, you're already saving thousands if you decide to go to that bi-weekly payment plan. Well, you know, oftentimes when you're listening to the show, you'll hear Robert or myself talk about the saving thousands rules to success. These are 15 easy to follow guidelines that Robert has created over the years during his time in the financial industry. Now, these are rules that are really easy to follow. It's kind of like if you want to know directions to your favorite place, you're going to go to dinner. You've never been to this place, but you've heard all about it, right? And you, you know, it's going to be the cuisine you want. Okay. Well, you'd have your GPS that would get you there faster. Well, if you want to get ahead of your money and you want to be totally financially independent someday, and you don't have to worry about your bank balances and worry about your credit card balances because you are now in charge of your money. Well, we have a GPS for that. It's called the saving thousands rules to success, and they should become your favorite rules. That's right. Rule number one is always shop around. Rule number two is know your numbers. Rule number three is our three-day rule. What's that all about? Well, that's all about if you decide you're going to buy a new car. Maybe you're going to buy a new flat-screen TV. Maybe you're going to go after that newest smartphone out there, right? Well, what you need to do is you've made the decision to purchase it. Now, we're not trying to talk you out of making that purchase. We just want you to wait three days. And during that three days, it's kind of magical what will happen you'll see more and more of that product out there from different manufacturers or different providers, okay? You'll find different prices. You'll find ways that you can save money. You'll find ways that maybe one model is so much better than the other model. So wait three days, and during that three days, you will become very enlightened, then make the purchase, and no more buyer's remorse. Let me get back to rule number two, Robert, and that is we gotta know our numbers, and we've got to know the value of our house and right now, there's so many companies advertising nationally that they should be the ones to give us that evaluation. What say you, Robert Palmer? Yeah, let's let's another bullet point for our rules, Rob. You've got you've got to know the value of your largest assets, and mm -hmm. and you know one of the largest assets you have is your house. You know, just like uh, you'd want to know the value of your stock portfolio, you know, you want to know the value of your house. You've got to know what's going on, and uh, so I, I think that's that's important, and 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 that's why I created the Home Value Hotline. You know, with mm -hmm. with stocks today, and so here's the thing. So many things, so many of our assets can be measured online, right? You can go online and you can figure out what your stock portfolio is worth. You know, if you've got X number of shares of this and X number of shares of that, it's very easy to go online and see what those are worth. And so we all kind of got used to this idea of online valuations, right? Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't work for houses. Houses are not online. Houses are not something that can be valued online. It's not something computers can value. You know, it's something that we have to be conscious of. And, and, and it's something that a human being has to tell us about. And that's why I created the Home Value Hotline. And so the idea is, uh, if you if you think you're going to sell your home anytime in the next 12, 18 months, uh, you want you need to know what your home is worth now. You need to know what you can do to begin preparing for that. If you want to refinance your home, if you have credit card debt, if you're trying to look at how to be the best consumer you can be and put yourself in the best financial position, your large asset, your house, can be a powerful tool, a powerful weapon, a powerful piece in that. But you've got to know what it's worth. And that's why I created the Home Value Hotline. And so the idea is... If I want to know what one of my houses is worth, I call one of the really great real estate agents that I have a relationship with, and they'll, for free, tell me what my home is worth. They'll do a they'll do an evaluation for me. They'll look at comparables in the area. They'll look at what's selling. They'll look at my house. They'll figure the whole thing out for me. Mm -hmm. Well, the average consumer doesn't have access to that, right? The average consumer doesn't have thousands of real estate agents that they do business with all across the state of Florida the way I do. And so that's where this light bulb went off, and I said, you know what? I'm going to create a way for people to have access to the same tools I have access to. And that's where the home value hotline came from. So these are the same agents I would call right now if I need to know how much one of my home is, is worth. And whether I'm thinking about selling or refinancing or just curious or whatever it is, I would call one of these people and they would they would do the full rundown for me. And then I could have a conversation with them about it. You know, hey, Joe, uh, well, what do you <laughs> think? If, uh, you know, if I if I remodel the kitchen, is that going to help my value? You know, if I, uh, you know, what, should I re-landscape it? Should I put a pool in? What, what should I do? You know, what what's going to put me in the best position to sell in a year? Like, these are the real conversations I would have. Uh, because th there is a big planning process. You don't just decide to sell a home and sell it. Like there's a lot you can do to prepare yeah. uh, to be ready for it. Uh, and so I created the Home Value Hotline so you can get that information and have those types of conversations from the right people uh, at the right time and, and on your schedule. And so if you want to take advantage of the Home Value Hotline, if you want to find out what your home is really worth, don't rely on some server farm in California. 
Uh, call the Home Value Hotline. Rob, give them the number. Tell them what they do. You'll you'll hear my voice. It's a 24-hour recorded message. Uh, it's as simple as uh, calling in and leaving some information, and we'll get back to you. And, Rob, tell them how they do it. Okay, Robert, 866-222-8231. That's 866-222-8231. And if you're just tuning in, we're saving thousands with Robert Palmer on over 80 radio stations across the southern United States and soon to be on the air in every state. We're going for over 100 radio stations. Plus, you know, Robert has his own iHeart station. If you go to iHeart and just right there at the top in the search engine, just put in Robert Palmer. There'll be that logo come up and you can listen to Saving Thousands shows and you can listen to Saving Thousands info modules. Those are shorter editions of the shows doing one topic at a time. It's really, really cool. You know, another way that you can get very empowered along the way is with SavingThousands.com. SavingThousands.com, I'm looking at it right now on my computer. And across the top, one, you'll see a picture of Robert Palmer. Number two, across the top, you'll see tabs for the rules. Those are those Saving Thousands rules we talked about. Radio shows, that would be past shows. Also, station listings. Well, stations that were on in other parts of the state, other parts of the country. So when you're traveling around, you can take us along. There's an Ask Robert tab. Now on that, once you click that tab, you'll be able to ask Robert a question on a form. It will go directly to Robert's computer and he'll be able to answer you directly. And don't be surprised if that subject matter, not your name, we never divulge names, but if that subject matter doesn't pop up on a future show. Also, you'll find the home value hotline tab. Oh, we talked about the home value, right? So now you can click on the tab, fill out the form. All the information is confidential, but you're going to get the most accurate evaluation of your home, just like we've been talking about on the show. Well, Robert, let's talk about once we've made the decision to buy a home or made the decision to uh, buy up, buy a better home or get a lesser home. Maybe the family's all gone off. The kids are raised. Now there's grandkids, but you want to downsize a little bit a home that's more manageable. So let's talk about what we do now when we're trying to find a mortgage. Yeah, at the end of the day, Rob, it's not even necessarily just about using us. It's about shopping around, right? Rule number, one, Rule number shop one, shop around. Rule number one is you have to shop around. And uh, look, I'm, I'm, we're not the only mortgage company on the planet that will give you a good deal. Right. You know, that, that's not what sure. this is all about. Uh, there are other people out there that do it the right way. The problem is the vast majority do it the wrong way. The vast majority are going to charge you junk fees. The vast majority are going to overcharge you on the interest rate. And this applies to every industry. And, and the number one way, and the reason it's rule number one, is the number one way as a consumer you can protect yourself against being overcharged and being taken advantage of is to shop around. Simply shopping around. Simply talking to two or three companies. Call us. Call whoever your real estate agent recommended. Call your local bank. Line them up side by side. And if nothing else, you'll know if you're getting a good deal from everyone. Is someone ridiculously more expensive? And I will tell you, if nothing else, everyone else is going to sharpen their pencil because when they know you're shopping around, you know, when they know that you're shopping, when they know you're not one of the consumers, you're not being a financial zombie, you're not just going to take whatever they offer you, they're going to give you a better deal. They're going to think twice about trying to load you up with a bunch of unnecessary fees. They're going to think twice about trying to jack up your interest rate to make a higher commission, you know, and all this stuff goes on each and every day. And the number one way to protect yourself is to simply shop around. And this applies to everything. And Robbie, it's amazing. You know, we will we will shop around for a you know a better deal on an iPad, or we'll shop around for a better deal on a TV. You know, we'll go we'll go check out Target and Walmart and Best Buy, mm -hmm. and who's got the best deal on the big Samsung TV? I want to save two hundred bucks, right? But then we'll go get hosed <laughs> by three thousand on a mortgage because we didn't shop around. You know, or we'll get hosed every month by our bank because they charge us bank charges and fees that we don't pay attention to because we don't shop around or we'll pay hundreds and thousands of dollars in interest on credit cards because we took the store card with a 29% interest rate instead of shopping around and finding a great fixed rate from a bank or a credit union at 9%. I mean, all of this exists out there, and the gaps are so huge. You know, the, the, the TV that we will shop for, it may be a two $300 difference from one store to another. The difference in fees from one mortgage company to another can be thousands. The difference in interest you will pay mm. from a low interest rate credit card versus a high interest rate credit card is thousands. And, and we don't shop for these. We don't think about it because we've never been taught to. We've never been trained how to. And the industry knows how much money they'll lose if we all get smart. And so they're trying to make sure we don't. 
And, of course, you know, you've taught us how so many companies do things just, well, don't worry about that or don't look at the fine print. And how many times when you were working for the Monster Mega Bank or whatever, did you say to the people when they said, well, what about all these fees? And you simply looked across the table and smiled and said, oh, don't worry about that. We're going to roll it into the loan. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, so or, they're thinking, oh, I don't have to pay that out of my pocket. No, you're going to pay it over 30 years. Right. Or the best is, well, don't worry that the seller's paying for all that for you. Well, that means you that means you overpaid on the price <laughs> yeah, of the house, the house because you had to give the seller more money for the house for him to then turn on and pay all your closing costs. At the end of the day, it's all your money. You know, as a consumer, it's our money, and we have a responsibility to stand up and shop around and be smarter and wake up and take our head out of the sand and, and take control of this thing. Because this is the last great frontier. This is the last great battle. If you look at how empowered consumers are today between social media and everything else, you know, uh, we have a lot of power. You know, back in the day, companies and big corporations had a lot of power. Today, consumers have power. If we don't like the way we're treated, we go on social media. We go on Twitter, we go on Facebook, we, you know, we we go on Yelp and leave reviews and we have a voice. And then the last great frontier, the last place that we as a group of consumers have not stood up and fought back is when it comes to financial services. And it's because we're afraid of it. You know, we don't understand it and we think it's too complex. It's not. This stuff is not that hard. Someone just has to make it clear and explain it to you. And that's what I'm here to do. And it's they don't want me to. Trust me, Rob. Nobody wants me out here on the radio pulling back the curtain. No telling people the truth about interest and the truth about how to not be afraid of credit, but to use credit for your benefit. And, and that's what it's all about. So that's what we're here doing each and every day, uh, five, seven days a week now, five days a week on, uh, on a group of stations and then weekends on another. So it's great to do, taking the message to more and more people. We're going to keep growing it, keep going to more and more places. And I'm excited about it. I, you know, this, I really feel like this was my calling. You know, I was blessed uh, in the success I, I saw at RP Funding uh, and the fact that I can now, now I have the, the resources to invest in carrying this message of, of financial security mm -hmm. and, and, and being a smarter uh, consumer when it comes to financial services to the masses. 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. And I love playing this role on the radio because I've been in radio 41 years and I played my share of music. But you know what? Anybody can play music. Anybody can get an iPad or iPod to play music. We're educating people. We're actually doing a public service. And as far as I know, you're probably the very first mortgage type person that ever came on the air with his own show but secondly it's not all about mortgages it's about education yeah one of the you know mortgage is such a far-reaching uh you know we really have to dig into someone's life in so many different ways that yeah. we get to see it all you know I, I see when people are overpaying on their credit cards because it impacts their ability to get a mortgage i see when people are overpaying on student loans or car loans i see the good the bad and the ugly on people's credit reports you know we get to see how people's money's invested, what their savings patterns are. You know, we get this glimpse into the complete financial picture of, I mean, probably 30,000 people a year that we really get to look at it and see. So we see the trends. We, I understand what's going on out there. I understand where people are being taken advantage of by financial services companies. And, and so it, it's actually a pretty great platform because while, while the credit card company guy probably doesn't know a whole lot about what we do at mortgages, in the mortgage business, we have to know a lot about, about his business mm -hmm. because it all affects what we do so heavily and particularly after the crash, you know, we, the, the regulators have forced us to do such a more thorough job as an industry that we really are having to dig into people's situations and, and we have to understand what we're looking at, you know? And so to understand it, we've got to get in there and we've got to take it apart. And when we understand it, then the smoke and mirrors goes away. And, and now we can share that knowledge with all of our listeners and, and make sure that people understand from the very basics, how this whole thing works uh, you know, why credit scores are important, why uh, paying interest is important, why everything going on uh, and understanding it and being conscious of it, uh, it, you know, is such a big deal. More financial empowerment coming up in moments with Robert Palmer. But I wanted to take you back for a moment to savingthousands.com. If you're not driving and your computer's somewhere close, let's do it together. We stopped where we were talking about the top of the page and the tabs that take you to some great areas of that website. If you scroll down a little bit, You'll see the play button where you can listen on demand to one of our most recent shows. And then as you go down, you'll see eight boxes. Now, the, these eight boxes are kind of your portal. They are your window to the world of financial empowerment by category. It makes it really easy because let's say you press on the personal finance. Well, when you press on that, you will be linked to a page that is full of additional links that will take you to past radio shows, info modules that we've recorded, articles, and much, much more having to do with that. So you'll see eight of those boxes. You'll personal finance, credit cards, credit scores, mortgages, 
home ownership, being a financial zombie. Well, let's not be that. Loans and banking. And you can further scroll down on the homepage and you can get some great articles that are prepared for our listeners like you. And now you're a reader. How about challenges that your budget will face this fall? Budgeting, four ways to stay on track. Advancing in your career, does that mean going further into debt? And here's one that's really going strong right now. Moving back home with the parents. You need an exit plan. Yeah, I tell you that. All right, let's get back to the show with Robert Palmer. Robert, a lot of people will ask me, they'll say, you've worked with Robert for years. How in the world did he come up with all this financial knowledge? And how in the world did he know so much that he could start changing the mortgage industry? Yeah, so I was dropped on my head as a child and uh, decided that I would uh, do mortgages with no fees. Now, uh, you know, I, I was in the mortgage business, Rob, and and uh, really just saw during the peak of the boom how crazy and greedy, and, and I, I like to use the word vampiric. I, I really just have this picture of the mortgage business being like a vampire and just getting a hold of somebody and sucking the life out of them. Because mm-hmm. uh, that, that's what the, the industry did to a lot of people during the boom. And, you know, I remember being in a meeting. Uh, I remember being in a meeting. I was working for a big billion-dollar lender and, you know, they were based here in Orlando and I was in a meeting with them and, and the Wall Street guys. You know, they were packaging a lot of loans and selling them to Wall Street. And we they were I was sitting in this meeting and this was toward the end. This was like right before the collapse. And this was kind of the moment I realized that that I needed to either find the new career or figure out how to how to do mortgages in a way that were consumer friendly. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there with the the Wall Street guys and, and we were trying to roll out a new loan product. And so we had kind of built the guidelines around what we considered responsible lending. So we're like, okay. For this particular credit score range and this particular income documentation type and everything else, uh, we're going to have the customer put 20% down. Because if, you know, for someone mm-hmm. buying in this level of house and this was a construction perm loan, and and so we kind of went back and looked at all our analytics. And the guys from Wall Street were like, well, uh, if we have them put less money down, how much more can we charge them? And, <laughs> and we're like, look, we're like, guys, the, uh, you know, from our statistics, if they put less money down, they're going to default. If, if mm-hmm. we allow people with smaller down payments in this particular profile, you know, this was a no income verification. Like this was the a crazy loan program back in 2005 or 2000, this is probably 2006. And like, we don't care about the defaults. We want to make more money. So how do we get higher rates? How do we get more fees? If we give you a higher loan to value, if we give you a lower down payment, will that allow you to charge the customers more so that we can all make more money? And I, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, this is insane. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I protested. We ended up not doing the deal with them because um, I'm just like, the level of greed is insane. Yeah, they didn't want to do the, the 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 program that made sense because they were too greedy. These Wall Street guys were too greedy. All they cared about was making as much yield as possible. They didn't care about the risk. They didn't care about the the possibility of default or foreclosure. Like I sat in these meetings and saw it, and it was it was the truth. I mean, they did not care. All they cared about was yield. They cared about high interest rates mm-hmm. and crazy fees and and lining their pockets, and they didn't care if the customer was going to succeed. They didn't care if we were going to succeed as a lender. They didn't care if the person who actually invested in the stupid you know bond, because these, these Wall Street guys are not using their own money. Sure. They're just packaging it up and then selling it on the street. And so they didn't care if the guy who actually invested in it was going to be successful. All they cared about was their commission check, and all they cared about was how much they could jack up the cost by making it a riskier loan program. Mm-hmm. And and I'm just like at that moment I'm like this is this is crazy. This is insane. And so when the whole industry kind of fell down around us, you know, and and the crash happened and all these guys got what was coming to them because now the loans weren't paying and and these fat cat traders who were making all this money off of toxic mortgages were out out of jobs, out of the business. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to give this I'm going to give this a whirl. You know, I'm going to go back into business for myself. I'm going to open my own mortgage company again and I'm going to do it the right way. And if I can't make it work the right way, then I'll I'll find something else to do. I'll move to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I'll you know I'll uh, I'll take up country music and get a guitar and a hat and figure out how to how to serenade. I mean something. You know I was gonna do anything, but I refused to stay in an industry where it was just there was so much greed and so much misuse and and smoke and mirrors and it just I you know there were there were times I couldn't sleep at night. Because I knew what the company I worked for was doing, and uh, and so I said, you know what, I'm I'm done with this. I'm going to start my own company. I'm going to put my name on it, and I'm going to do it differently. You know, there's something else that you'll enjoy about RP funding. And Robert, just let me say this. I mean, the customer friendliness, the customer service, the customer is number one philosophy around here is absolutely amazing. I mean, I'm 62 years old. I've been around a lot of businesses. I do mean a lot. 
from professional football teams where I've worked in marketing to amusement parks to shopping center industry to radio stations, radio networks, you name it. So I've seen a lot of operations from the inside out. But every time I'm around the RP funding people and all of the people that make up the Robert Palmer family of customers, I am so struck by customer service. It amazes me what goes on here. Folks, from the very first time you call the number, you call 855-773-8634. No matter what you're asking about, you're going to find the people answering the phone right there at reception. They're going to be some of the friendliest people that you have met all day. Wow, you're going to feel like, well, what happened? The sun just came out. Roses are blooming. It's amazing how nice these people are. And during the process, right from the first phone call, right through maybe applying for a mortgage, and, of course, the people that have to do with your loan, the lenders themselves, the people doing the documentation, the qualifications, the people going to closing with you, you're going to find out that customer service never, ever, ever lags. And one of the reasons is, is that not only is the company based on customer satisfaction, but it's also how everybody around here gets advancements. I mean, there are people who start on the phones in reception and work themselves up into an executive position. And that's because people here are graded all along the way by you, the consumer. It's called surveys, and there's surveys all the way along. And we do that to make sure that you are number one. Okay, also, Robert Palmer, as you've heard before, doesn't charge upfront fees when you get a mortgage. Now, Robert, a majority of other companies charge those fees. How come RP Funding doesn't? And what, what I figured out, Rob, is the reason most mortgage companies have to charge all these fees and make all this money per transaction is two things. Two things. Number one, they run very inefficiently. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Very, very inefficiently. And I think what happens is when companies have too much money like that, it allows them to run inefficiently. So they do. You know, they don't use technology correctly. You know, they, they don't use the right, they don't have the right type of management in place. They don't have the right type of employees in place and, and they don't have the right type of systems in place. And so what happen is like a file will sit on someone's desk for two weeks without being touched. Well, then that creates a fire drill now to get it closed even late mm-hmm. and, and that wastes resources. That's inefficient. So one is they're very inefficient. And the number two is they pay way too much commission to the sales guy. Right. And, and this is the, I mean, I, I got this letter recently. Uh, so I, I'm a licensed loan originator in addition to owning RP funding. And uh, so I got a letter, a recruitment letter from a competitor. And it was like, dear Robert Palmer, it said, if you aren't making 400 basis points per closing and commission, you are being cheated by your employer and you aren't making enough. Now, for our listening public, 400 basis point means 4%. So on a $200,000 loan, my commission, if I worked for this company, would be $8,000 by closing mm. one $200,000 loan, $8,000 in commission, commission. Crazy. It's crazy. I mean, it's insane. And, and so there, this is obviously very attractive to some salespeople. Sure. So what, but what they don't understand is the fees and the rates and the points and the craziness that you have to charge a consumer in order to be able to pay your sales guy a commission of eight thousand dollars on a single mortgage that maybe took three or four hours of their time to work on is crazy Whoa. so my average cost for my salespeople it's like 600 bucks 650 bucks a transaction it's not eight thousand right mm-hmm. so where does the other seven thousand four hundred go well a lot of it goes in discounts to my consumer i don't charge go. them the crazy fees i don't jack up the interest rates i'm not a vampire like the competitors are right And then on the flip side, uh, some of it goes into advertising because I got to tell the world that I'm not a vampire, right? I got to tell the world that we don't charge fees. They can get a better deal by calling RP Funding, by picking up the phone right now and calling 855-773-8634, 855-RP-Funding, 855-773-8634. That's the phone number to make sure you don't make a sales guy an $8,000 commission on your $200,000 loan. I mean, the real estate agent only makes three percent. I was gonna say, and this guy's trying to make, and that's the total real estate company, like, like the so that the buyer's agent and the buyer's agent's broker, like the whole the whole buy side company mm-hmm. makes three percent. This four percent is just the sales guy. 
It's not it's talking about any profit for the company he works for mm-hmm. or money to pay the staff or anything else. Or they're just a middleman, so then money to make the next guy they pay to. I mean, I would have to say that for a company to pay a loan officer an $8,000 commission on a single closing, they are probably making fourteen or $15,000, 7 or 8%. So how much do they have to charge you in fees? Mm-hmm. And how high does the interest rate have to be to make that much money to pay the sales guy? Eight, and, and I got this letter, and I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking, like, there is really some clown out there offering to pay mortgage salespeople $8,000 oh. on a $200,000 loan. And I'm sure he got a lot of phone calls, right? Because mm-hmm. if I'm the average mortgage sales guy, I'm like, well, well hey, <laughs> be right you know, I, closed, uh, I closed three last month. And uh, three times 8,000 is 24,000. I can make 300 G's a year. I'm going to go work over for this guy, right? Who cares how much my customer has to pay? Wrong. I mean, come on. So that's, you know? that's, that is that much or that much less of a home that the home buyer can get. Yeah. And now let, let, me, let me tell you, Rob, I am not against profit. I am not against capitalism. I am all for free market. But there, are, there have to be limits. I mean, God. when it is egregious... And, and the thing is, here's what they know. They know that home buyers are not that informed when it comes to mortgage pricing. And they know that mm-hmm. if a real estate agent recommends them as the lender, the chance of the consumer shopping around and discovering that they are being overcharged by some $8,000 is slim to none. And right. that's, that is the, what I, the part I have a problem with, is they are preying on the naivety of the first-time home buyer. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is the last person in our economy we should be preying on right now. Right. We yeah. need more first time home buyers. We need more people out there mm-hmm. buying houses. We need more young people, more millennials, more people motivated and want to get out there and buy a home and be homeowners. You know, there, there are some crazy statistics, Rob, about the amount of of uh, of impact on our economy that a home has. Right. And when someone mm-hmm. buys a home, when you build a new home. It's a much bigger impact, and and homeowners become part of a community, and all these things happen that don't happen when they're renting. And so, getting people to transition from renting to owning is is a key thing to our economy recovering. And it is not going to happen if we are preying on first time home buyers by trying to overcharge them eight thousand dollars so we can pay an egregious commission to a sales guy. And see, and so here's the deal: Why does this company do this? Because they have no other business. Right, they don't oh, do anything yeah. good for consumers. They don't do anything in the community. They, they, I don't. Even, I think they're based out of somewhere in California or whatever, right? But they're sending letters to loan officers in Central Florida, trying to get them to switch to their company and bring all of their business with them, so they can overcharge the customer and pay that loan officer an eight thousand dollar commission. And it makes me sick. Yeah. And so I, I tore that letter up, Rob. I yeah. shredded it. I tore it right up. And then I came to work and I asked, I asked all of my staff how many of them got the letter, and about two thirds of them got the letter which means the other one-third have a different address on their licensing application than where they actually live today, or their wife threw it away, or their husband threw it away before they read it. But So, again, they're sending this letter out to everybody. And and I, I mm. checked, and this company is actually doing some business now. They are closing some transactions, and it makes me sick. It makes me sick, Rob. And See? so the most important thing, all right, people, like this is not about, hey, use RP funding. This is about, hey, shop around. Don't get screwed. Don't get taken mm-hmm. advantage of. Don't let somebody make $8,000 on your one transaction as a first-time home buyer because you were too lazy or too stupid to call around and get the, get the facts, get the truth. Call me, don't call me, but call somebody else. Call two or three companies. Line the deals up side by side and figure out if one of these guys is trying to take advantage of you. Because let me tell you, that $8,000, by the time you pay off a 30-year mortgage... It's probably eighty thousand dollars, right? A lot of money. Because you're paying interest on the money that they made off of you up front, right? And it's it's crazy. It is absolutely wow. crazy to me, but it still it still happens today. And with all the regulation and after the crisis and the crash and everything else, there are still companies out there offering to pay these ridiculous commissions to try to get try to get salespeople to leave where they're at now, to leave a company that probably gives their customer an okay deal. And go over here to where they're going to take advantage of the consumer. They're going to overcharge them. They're going to try to make their entire month's pay off of one transaction. So I guess they can spend the rest of the time sitting around eating Cheetos, drinking cold beer in their boxer shorts on their couch. Right? Wow. What else are you going to do with your life? Cheating the people. Right? You got you to work hard, man. You got you to take care of people. So anyway, so that, that, that angers me. That's something you mm-hmm. got to watch out for. And it's simple to do, folks. Just shop around. Hey, Robert, with your permission, I'd like to go back and review some more of our 15 15- saving thousands rules to success all right 
Because sometimes we do shows where we talk about each one of these rules and explain them. But uh, just for sake of discussion, let's get a few of them covered here. We talked about the three-day rule a while ago, but let's talk about rule number four. Rule number four is kind of cool. It's don't abuse credit, but don't fear it either. You know what that means? There's a lot of financial people on TV and radio now preaching that you don't need a credit card. You don't need to build up credit. Well, they really need to kind of readjust their thinking on that because even these days when you go to look for car insurance, a good part of that premium is based on your credit. Oh, sure, your driving record enters into it and a lot more, you know, the cost of your car and all that sort of thing. But part of it now is, yeah, what is your credit score? Because you're going to be paying that monthly, right? They want to make sure they're going to put that uh, commitment out there to cover you. They want to make sure that you're responsible enough to pay your bills. And that is reflected in your credit. So you've got to have credit. But when it says have credit, but don't abuse it, you know what that means. That means don't get a whole bunch of credit cards and then go out and charge them to the max and just forget what you owe and just say, well, I'll pay that next month. I'll pay that next month. Oh, maybe next month. Don't do that because that can cost you Big time. Rule number five, if you know their tricks, they won't work. You know, it's kind of like when you were a kid and you saw a magic trick and then you found out how it really worked and you said, okay, now I understand it's not such a big deal. Well, if you fall for some of the tricks in the financial industry, it costs you money. And too often that's money that you'll never see again. But if you know the tricks, if you listen to Saving Thousands and you go to the website and you do your research too, you're going to know the tricks of the trade before they try to pop them on you. So that's rule number five. More coming up later on that and in later shows. And of course, at savingthousands.com. Robert, a few months ago, you announced the no closing cost refi and you said it was limited to $2.5 million. Now, where are we now? Uh, but we are still doing the no closing cost special. I've had a lot of people ask me about this. We are getting close to exhausting the entire $2.5 million. All right. So for those of you maybe that are new listening that, that don't know what I'm talking about right now, uh, so in addition to coming on the radio here and helping people save money with credit cards, student loans, all those great things, uh, the way I pay my bills personally is I own a little company called RP Funding, uh, which is one of the largest uh, mortgage lenders in the state of Florida. And we do a lot of advertising, right? And so for listeners in Orlando and Tampa, they've seen me on TV a lot, billboards, yeah. radio, everything we do. Uh, listeners in uh, Jacksonville and West Palm Beach and other, other uh, parts of the state that we broadcast in, uh, during the week here, or anyone listening on the iHeartRadio app on the Saving Thousands dedicated channel on iHeartRadio, uh, maybe have not. So uh, we built, I built this big brand uh, by not charging lender fees, so we save people money, uh, by giving them great deals on their interest rates and by closing quick and on time, right? Mm -hmm. And then we also have the strongest pre-approval in the industry. So all those things are great. Uh, but so here, here's what I did, and here's this crazy idea I had. So I took $2.5 million dollars out of my advertising budget, right? right. And so I, I sat down with my chief operating officer. Well, I, I didn't sit down with her. I went live on the radio and announced this. Uh, and then I sat down with her after she almost had a heart attack listening to me on the air uh, as I announced that I was going to take $2.5 million out of our advertising budget, right? So I, I called uh, I called up the NBC affiliate and said, hey, guys, no Sunday night football this year. Uh, I'm going to do something else with that money, right? And I said, hey, no, uh, no Super Bowl commercial in January or February of next year because uh, I'm going to do something else with that money. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to cut back the number of times we're running in the Today Show and Good Morning America, and, and I'm going to have to uh, cut back on that radio schedule. And I went down to the United States Postal Service and told them I wasn't going to be doing near as much direct mail this year, and I cut back my Google AdWords. And I, so I, I, I found $2.5 million worth of advertising, and I, I cut it off, right? And then I took that $2.5 million dollars, and I moved it to a different account in our financials so I can use it to pay all of your closing costs when you refinance with RP funding. So we never charge lender fees. That's the underwriting, processing, you know, that that's that's part of who we are, right? We just don't charge the lender fees. But there's still other closing costs, right? Closing costs like uh, you've got the, the doc stamps, the intangible tax, you've got, uh, you know, the title fees, the closing fees. There's other closing costs, which can be three, four, five thousand dollars depending on what size your loan is. And so I took this $2.5 million out of the advertising budget, and I had a few advertising reps cursing my name along the way. Uh, Ingrid, my chief operating officer, is a little nervous and says, well, Robert, if you if you spend $2.5 million less on advertising, are we going to get less business, and are we going to go out of business? And I said, no, nah, Ingrid, I think I got this covered. <laughs> so Ingrid was a little, little upset. You know, she's a little nervous about this. This is one of my harebrained schemes that I came up with. 
I, I had a dream, and then I showed up here on a Saturday morning at 8 a.m. and announced that I was canceling $2.5 uh-huh. million dollars worth of advertising and giving the money to my clients when they refinance with RP funding uh, by paying all of their closing costs. So for you as a consumer, it's a huge opportunity for savings uh, because you can refinance right now with no closing costs because I'm paying them all out of my advertising budget. Uh, so what's in it for me? Well, what I believe, uh, and, and I hope I'm right, uh, is that by, by doing these loans and paying these closing costs and basically bribing people to move their mortgage from whoever it's with now over to us here at RP Funding, that I can create an army of word-of-mouth advertising, which will be more valuable to my brand and my business than if I had given the $2.5 million to the advertising, to the TV stations and the radio stations and the billboard companies and whatever else. Because what I believe is if I look at at how much I have to pay for a commercial to have uh, the TV set tell a bunch of strangers what we do versus by paying all of your closing costs on a refinance and then you go tell your friends and family what we do, I think that's more powerful. And this is the experiment I am running. And so the only people that don't lose in this, like I may lose, I may be wrong. I may lose business. We may close less loans because I did this. I don't think so, but it may happen. Uh, But who can't lose is the consumer because if you call in here and take advantage of a refinance and I pay all of your closing costs with the money I was going to give to the TV station uh, or the radio station or the billboard company or the post office or whoever else for advertising, you can't lose. Now, the guaranteed loser is the media companies because they, they're going to get $2.5 million less out of me this year. It's that simple. Uh, but as a consumer, you can't lose. And so what, I, what I'm hoping you will do, what I'm counting on you to do, is to tell all your friends and family what an amazing job we did, uh, how great it was to not have, in- not have uh, closing costs, you know, how, how everything worked out and you're saving money and it didn't cost you a dime. Because when you go to refinance your mortgage, the only reason you don't do it is because of the closing costs, right? Because if you can only save 50 bucks a month or 100 bucks a month, but it's going to cost you $5,000 in costs, I would be the first to tell you, don't do it. Don't mm-hmm. do it. But if you can save 50 or 100 bucks a month and there are zero closing costs because this crazy guy on the radio is paying them all out of his advertising budget, right? Then then there's no downside to the refinance. So if you want to take advantage of that, there is still some money left in the $2.5 million dollars uh, we're, we're getting near the end of that, you know, so at the end of this month, I'm going to have a tally done to see where we stand. I know we're getting close. Yep. Uh, so there's still time now you can get in 855-773-8634. That's the phone number. Uh, loan officers are here ready to talk to you. Uh, RP funding NMLS number 70168. We are a Florida licensed mortgage lender. 855-773-8634. Call now, refinance your home loan, and I will pay all of your closing costs by using money out of my advertising budget uh, so you can save, take advantage of great deals. Now, now there's no obligation to call here. Like, you can call here and, and see if it's right for you, you know, because it, it really depends. You know, I don't know what your interest rate is currently. I don't know what interest rate we'll be able to give you because that all depends on your credit score and your loan-to-value and, and what the bond market's doing at the moment you call. But it doesn't cost you a dime to pick up the phone and give us a call and see if it's going to work for you. You just have to dial 855-773-8634. That's 855-RP-FUNDING, 855-773-8634, or go over to rpfunding.com. That's the website. You can read about us. You can apply online. You can do a lot of great stuff over there, all right, rpfunding.com. So if you're thinking about refinancing, it's not too late. Interest rates have crept up, and they are starting to go higher, but there's still an opportunity right now. And you mix that with the fact that I'm going to pay all of the closing costs out of my advertising budget, and you've got a real recipe for success. So 855-773-8634, that's the phone number, 855-773-8634. Rob, any questions about that? I do have questions because I think there are still people suffering, and we talk about this a lot on the air, but it bears repeating. A lot of people are going to say, honey, before you pick up that phone and you call RP funding, shouldn't we write some numbers down on the dining room table and see what would work out for us? Because remember, daddy and granddad said, we always have to save 2% when we're going for a refi. Well, that was a long time ago and rates were really different. Now, I, I would say this, this is a true story, Rob. At the Mortgage Bankers Convention last week, right. I was in a, a session about the value of mortgage servicing rights, right? And I went because we have a pretty big servicing portfolio now, and the value of that fluctuates with rates. And one of the speakers said, don't you miss the good old days when we had everybody convinced they had to save a full 2%, right? Because this this session was all people who own the current mortgages, right? And and so 
they're, they lose when you refinance away from them because sure. they don't get to keep making the higher spreads. And so the guy said, don't you miss the days when we had everyone convinced they had to save 2%. He said, in today's market, we'll see people refinance to save a quarter percent or a half percent. Yeah. You know, and, and that's where we are today, you know, because of how low rates are. You throw in deals like mine where I'm going to pay all the closing costs on my advertising budget and it all starts to make sense. You know, and see, in the state of Florida, we have higher closing costs, right? So for me to pay all your closing costs is a much bigger deal mm-hmm. where someone in California uh, they don't have the doc stamps. The title insurance isn't as expensive. They don't have nearly as much in closing costs. So, you know, one of the, the reasons that the Florida loans don't refi as often is because of the higher closing costs we have here in the state. The reason we have higher closing costs in the state of Florida is because we don't have a state income tax. Right. So the way our state gets paid is by charging doc stamps and intangible tax on mortgage transactions, which raises the cost of loans mm-hmm. by thousands of dollars. Now, right now, I'm paying that for you. So that's my problem. It was actually not even my problem. It's the the TV and radio stations problem. See, I'm not really paying this, right? So I'm just, I'm going to have less less TV and radio commercials and less direct mail this year because I did this. So uh, this $2.5 million, I was going to spend it one way or the other. I was either going to give it to TV stations, radio stations, United States Postal Service, and Google, or now I'm going to give it to Jim and Sarah and Tony and Marcus and Bob and Janie and all the people that are refinancing with RP funding with me paying all the closing costs. So I'm I'm cost neutral in this. Mm-hmm. Right. My risk is that people don't tell their friends and family and I don't get the word of mouth advertising to replace the traditional advertising. So I'm not going to have a Sunday night football commercial this year, uh, but I am going to have Janie and Bob and, and Judy out telling their friends how great I am. Mm-hmm. And we will see at the close of. 2015, whether this experiment was a good one or not. So if you want to be a part of my social experiment, (laughs) if you want to get your piece of my $2.5 million, if you want to refinance a home loan right now with zero closing costs because I'm paying them all at the mercy of the the advertising companies, call us at 855-773-8634. That's 855-773-8634. Rob, give them the phone number. They like it better when you say it. I don't know why, but we prove it week in and week out. All right, Robert, that number is 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. One more time, 855-773-8634. Another very important number. We gave it to you earlier in the show, but it bears repeating, and that is the Home Value Hotline at 866 222 8231. That's 866-222-8231. And don't forget, you could always text 35353. That's 35353. And just ask for your home evaluation. And there's other ways too that you can become empowered from Robert Palmer. And that is, of course, the SavingThousands.com, SavingThousands radio app, the Saving Thousands channel on iHeart. Just go to the search engine and put in Robert Palmer. You'll also find that we have, of course, the rules that are listed on the website. You're going to enjoy that. You can also ask RP. We didn't talk about that. If you go onto the website, you click on Ask RP. Just simply ask him a question, and he'll get back to you. You know, come to think of it, we did talk about that, but it is something that's so important, and it really does navigate our show. What you want to know, we're going to give you. So look up your radio listings and know when we're going to be on the air next. And we hope that you'll continue to save thousands with Robert Palmer. 